You're listening to Gen Wars Podcast. Your hosts are Dustin and Penny Lane Skinner. This week's episode features Weezer's Blue Album. All right, everybody. This is our new podcast. We are calling it Generation Wars or Gen Wars. Uh, I am Dustin Skinner. I am a 42-year-old father. And alongside me, I have my daughter. My name is Penny Skinner, and I'm 12 years old. (laughs) And uh, Penny's middle name is Lane, so we do love music in this family. Um, We are going to do a podcast where we examine a band or an album from the 90s. uh, Or just older music. Right, or older music. But something that kind of shaped me as a young kid and see if it has that same effect on Penny or how she views the music. Old music to what, now. <laughs> right, whether it's <laughs> relevant or not relevant or terrible or not terrible or whatnot. So we will uh, go into all different types of artists and albums, but um, our first episode we're going to focus on Weezer, but mainly the Blue Album. So now my dad's going to go into a little bit of history on the Blue Album and Weezer. All right. Go ahead. So, uh, Weezer was formed in 1992 in California. Um, They signed right away to a major record label. Um, I remember hearing that they only played a handful of shows before talent scouts just uh, gobbled them up for being the next big thing. Uh, Let's see. The Blue Album was released... May 10th, 1994. So how old would I have been? You were born in 80... No, 78. 78. 78. So I was... That was my junior year. Because I graduated in 95, 96. So I was like 16. Yeah, 16. Okay, so 15 or 16. Um, It was certified gold, blah, blah, blah. Um, You know, it was critically praised, but I don't even think we need to get into that. So, that's a little bit about the Blue Album and Weezer, and we kind of all know, you know, the beginnings of Weezer and what they're about. We can get more into that as we talk about songs and albums. But, we should explain that how this podcast will work, too, is besides getting your view and, you know, me saying memories of albums and songs, is I gave you the album just like I would got it, or... Yep. I would have got it yeah. in 94, where it was a CD, and I opened it, and back then, you put it on, and you listened to an album, not just a song, and you looked at, like, the liner notes, and, you know, that kind of stuff, and I can remember clearly looking at the inside, and I got Yeah. Here. The inside had the picture of, like... The band's equipment, and I always just remember the W with the wings, and then the weird face of somebody like smoking a pipe. And I just remember thinking, like, that is so weird, but yet I love it, you know. And then the front cover, of course, is famous, you know, all blue, just a bunch of four nerds on the cover. Yeah. You know, and I mean, how does that relate to like? bands nowadays yeah i was gonna say now covers are not 
this iconic. I feel like now you just think of like edited or like oh album covers. Yeah. People don't release albums, they release songs or whatever and yeah. you download. Or it's just like photo shoots of Right, people. yeah, that yes, I, I hear what you're saying, yes. So to me, I always thought this album was cool. I mean, I had, you know, Nirvana. I hated Nirvana's uh, Nevermind album cover, The Baby. Oh, yeah. I never liked it. I, I don't like that for some reason, but I love In Utero. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, because I was would... one that I loved. I just loved yeah. how it was just Weezer yeah. and then WL. I would say, yeah, nowadays, like, they're not, they're not as basic. They're more, they're not artistic, I should say. I like agree. they are not artsy, it's like a or glamour, like a glamour shot of like Taylor. Yeah, Swift. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like Taylor Swift's reputation. That album's just her face. Right. I mean, I I enjoy the album artwork, even though it is so simple. Mm -hmm. Um, another thing we should say about this album is, and I've even heard people get it wrong on podcasts, which is crazy, but. The record was produced by Rick Ocasek, who is the lead singer and songwriter of The Cars. So The Cars were a giant band in the 80s. You know, oh, they were remember, the 80s band, yeah. Yes, I can remember listening to them like when well, my dad would drive me around as a kid. I mean, they had so many hits and uh, a unique sound. It was New Wave. It was like punk, but not punk. It was New Wave. So anyway, they produced it, and you can tell on a lot of it that he got a good sound out of them. So, so yeah, so that's it. That's the album itself and how it felt looking at it. I mean, I can clearly remember buying the album at. The yeah, where'd you buy it? The exclusive company. <laughs> I mean, but, okay, so here's funny. I just watched a documentary about the Tower Records. And the thing is, is that by this time in 94, you could buy a CD at a gas station. Mm-hmm. Like, like everybody was, you know, you had them. I remember in the town I lived, we had Irv's Sport Shack. That's where I would go get worms for fishing, comic books, rent a movie, and if I wanted to, buy a CD. Yeah. <laughs> All in this, like, little bait shop. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so uh, that's one thing I remember. And then a giant part of Weezer that can't be overlooked is Weezine, which was... Yeah, what's that? It's it's a it was a paper magazine, like couple pages, handwritten by this guy named Carl, who's like their roadie, I believe. Anyway, it was like you would write Weezer or pay two dollars or something like that, because I remember a friend had them, and you would get these little magazines with like drawings and the words to the songs and all that kind oh, of really? stuff, or, or little stories. And I remember, like, now they're worth a lot of money. Like, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I remember seeing them. I, I don't think I ever had any. But that was a big part of Weezer, too, is, like, they had a, right off the bat, they had a big, weird fan base. Yeah. <laughs> very. You're one of them. Yes. They were, very, we were all very, like, you know, it was the first time we saw nerd rock, they called it, you know, where it was just a bunch of nerds, but making some great, you know, rock and roll. So. All right, so I think that's enough about. Um, yeah, what's up next? The album, and we're gonna be asking Dad how he feels about the album overall, and how I feel about it overall. Yeah, how we feel about it um, 
how it was then, then and to how now. I feel about it now and yeah. how you feel about it as a whole. Okay, so I can quickly go in. Man, at first, it, when I, this album as a whole, when I was 15 or 16, I can remember cruising in the car, or Buddy's car, just, I mean, so loud on this. Um, I get the same feeling sometimes from the songs as I did back then, and then I do now. So I I loved it then, and I love it now. So yeah. after you say how you feel about it, we can go into the, the fun stuff, the meat and potatoes of each song. The songs. We like. Yes. So, yeah. Go ahead. So I think, I can't remember when you introduced this album to me. It had to be when I was younger, for sure. Because um, I remember me and Dad listening to this album together, like yeah. every song together. Another reason that Weezer was picked for the uh, first episode here is because this was your first concert. Yeah, third grade. I remember. I just, everything see i know it's uh, it was august something yep august 2018 hot as heck yeah it was really hot right. and we were in the eagles ballroom yes so yeah what's funny about that is when people listen to this they're gonna be like what you know the rave you're right because weezer has highs and lows and they were at a they were just coming up with uh africa toto they mm -hmm. covered that song yep. getting them big again but they're not big enough to like sell an arena, so we got to see them up close. Yeah, I remember we were supposed to have balcony seats. We and then have balcony, but we said forget yeah, it. <laughs> but then I was like, nope, I want to be in the in the right. pit. I think is what I said. And yeah. then we got front. We yeah. got right in the front. Well, we went up uh, because we knew the opener, which was White Reaper, Yeah, which is a very big band right mm -hmm. now, uh, one of the biggest in Chicago. Uh, Chicago for sure. Yep. Yeah. And we liked them, and we watched their show, and then, yeah, we were right up front. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a that's a good thing about the Weezer album that yeah. I remember. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. That was, that I was think, a memory. yeah, I think now it's still a good album. I think that it is still a good album, but, like, then it was, I just remember it being really good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's a classic. So... We can start in on the songs now because we'll get to the meat and potatoes here. I mean, there's no reason to talk. I mean, I can give you more history of, uh, you know, how there was an original guy named Jason Grouper and this and that and the other thing. But people, you, you told me, keep it short, Dan. Yeah. People don't want to be nerded out. So let's go into when you first kick on that album. You hear first it. song is My Name is Jonas. Mm -hmm. And um, I have vivid memories of this but go ahead let's let's hear you my memory from this song is i think we were in the van and the van the yeah our <laughs> our crusty van and we were driving i can't remember where but you you were like oh this is my favorite song and like you blasted it and i think that's like the first time we really jammed out to it yeah um i can remember getting the album and hearing those first uh, picks, you know, of the guitar. You know, it starts out really like just a guitar, like, -da 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 -da, and then all of a sudden the fuzzy guitars hit in. Yeah. Um, but, man, this song really hits you when it, you know, right up for an opening track, it is 
it's so good. It's, it just catches me right away. I never liked a lot of people, now that's the Weezer sound, is the, you know what I mean by fuzzy guitar? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's always, there's always a fuzz noise in the background. And I, I didn't like that because I liked funk. I liked three, four chords, hear them clearly. Yeah, <laughs> the big yeah. bump bump. <laughs> All right. But it grew on me. Um, but I got to admit that later I realized, you know, just how neat it was that it went from guitar, heavy guitar, to, again, no guitar, blah, blah, blah. I, I enjoyed that. So that was my favorite. Okay. The next song is No One Else, and this is my favorite song on the I album. I believe this is your favorite Favorite song on the album. Yep. Nuts. I ludicrous. Yeah, um, I went through all the songs. I listened to all them before yeah, this podcast. Yeah, but... Yep, I like re-listened to all them, and I was like, "Yep, that's my favorite song." That's that is just crazy to me. I personally, what do you think about this song? I remember liking it right away. Uh, again, with the fuzzy guitar, kind of threw me off at first. But I remember thinking that I could really relate to this song because it says, "Yep, that I want to grow." Who will like laugh for no one else? Uh-huh. That quote. Yeah, you knew that. Yep. Huh? Yeah, that, that was me. I, I want to grow. Who will laugh for no one else? When I'm away, she puts up. You know, I was funny in high school, or, you know, I still yeah. goofball, but like, yes, yeah. that I think... made me uh, really relate to the song and kind of go, yeah. oh, this is a good one. And I always thought, like, put you up on a shelf. I always, mm-hmm. thought, I always thought that was a really good lyric too. I mean, yeah, I think like, I think the song definitely holds up now. Like, I, I think people yes. still should love this song. Yeah, I think this is a straight ahead, but it, this is to me their most just straight ahead yeah. song. Mm-hmm. Out of every song on here, to me, this is my probably my least favorite, but I still yeah. love it, of course. So, yeah. Okay, this next song is my least favorite. I feel like you never, I never remember this name. Oh. The world has turned and left me here. I think, yeah, that's the third song. I'm going to cry on the first <laughs> podcast. I'm this is cry. my least favorite. Okay, so of course, I heard the sweater song on MTV and stuff. But, yeah. But this is the first song that I ever heard by Weasel. Like, oh, really? I, I knew the sweater song from the radio, but mm-hmm. I didn't really listen to it. But I remember being in Joel's car. In high school, Your buddy remember. Joel. No, I don't remember that name. Might have been Heft. But anyway, and him blasting it and just instantly knowing that this was great. This is that guitar or the drum in the beginning. I'm yeah. like, oh, this is great. And it's a lyric that everybody can relate to. Yeah, I. it's not like it's horrible. Like, it's a good song, but it's just not. I never remember this song on the album. (laughs) Yeah, and this is the first one, like I said, that I was obsessed with. I mean, just the Pat and and another thing about Weezer is, like, their drums, they didn't have, like, 100 drums like Neil Peart and Yes and all these crazy drums. It was almost like he had one drum. Yeah. And a bass drum. That's (laughs) it. And then, that's all you hear. Nice sound effect. (laughs) That that worked. Yeah. So, yeah, this is my favorite song. So Yeah. Wait, on the album? Uh, no, probably not on the album. I know my favorite song on the album. This okay. isn't it. But I also wanted to say something that's almost a little bar- embarrassing, but this song, too, was the first time I ever heard somebody sing out loud about, you know, 
how he says, I made love to your memory over and over again, you know, to your, your wallet photograph. Like, <laughs> I'd never heard that before. <laughs> yeah. As a young boy, like, what? Me? <laughs> like, these guys aren't like, like Motley Crue. Yeah, I'm going to kiss you and do you. Yeah. These guys were more like heartfelt losers, yeah. you know. So, yeah. I love Okay, next up is track four, which is Buddy Holly. I vividly remember this song. Like, I feel like this on the album is a song I can vividly remember. Because at the concert, this was, like, the song I jammed to. And you have a video of me singing it, too. Oh, really? Yep. So this song to me, ugh, I I go back and forth. It's a great yeah. song. Same. I like it. It's but... catchy. It's catchy. Right. Yeah. Is what you should say <laughs> about it. Is, is yeah, it? you should. It's catchy. Everybody. <laughs> but it, it's one of those songs that I like, but I think the video, as a, as a 15, 16-year-old, the video overshadowed it. The video was everywhere. It was... They introduced. Oh them. yeah! I remember the video now. Yeah. Oh, it's because of the yep. Mm-hmm. Happy days. So that overshadowed it to me. It just had a little bit more fun, you know, to it. Where yeah, I, it was more. Yeah. yeah, I liked it, but it's obviously not not my favorite. I I like it. I like no one else better. So yeah. <laughs> so okay. maybe no no one else isn't my least favorite. <laughs> okay. Track five is the undone the sweater song. <laughs> uh, I feel okay. I'm I'm gonna go ahead because I feel like this song is like a song no kid like my age would know or like like it's so kooky. I feel like kooky is a, okay. a I a feel word. like that's a good word. So I even had written down some stuff and so I have a vivid memory of hearing the song in the in the car. But I have even a more vivid memory of staying up late at night, and there was a TV show on MTV called 120 Minutes, and seeing this video. And the video, uh, yep, was the video, insane. I remember going, "What the hell am I watching?" Yep, this video is. Yes. Yeah. What is this? I and, I remember showing my friend this video. Oh really? Yep, I showed Taylor this video, and she was like, "What is up with all their hair?" <laughs> <laughs> I just remember thinking, like, "Oh, this is really an odd." Uh, odd group of guys mm -hmm. a really weird video but i think everybody gets the point of the the sweater song you know you're pulling at your yeah yeah the lyrics are really smart yep right it's just i mean this this song could never be popular nowadays mm -hmm. i mean it starts off with people in a crowd talking yeah. Hey man, you see the band? Yeah, what's going on? Like Yeah, people would just get so uninterested. Right. And, uh, well, this is when this is when bands like the Butthole Surfers, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, like this is when anything went and the more creative and weird, it didn't matter if people gave it a chance. So I mean, but I wanna say one thing. This was a poppier kind of song in the middle or whatever, but that ending with the piano mm -hmm. was like it's do yeah, yeah. It creeped me out. <laughs> As a kid, I thought it was so cool, though. Like, yeah. creepy, like, oh, these guys are, they're saying something, yeah. but it's like, ooh, is, is somebody depressed? What's happening yeah. here? Like, I like I like that part of it the best. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. The next song. Yes. Do you, you know? You know what it is. I say do. the name. Say it? Yep. Surf, say wax, surf wax America. Okay. This song reminds me of you. <laughs> I feel like out of all the al- uh, like album songs, this song reminds me of you because like you always got the lyrics stuck in my head. And yeah. the other week you wrote the lyrics on my chalkboard. Oh yeah, that's right. Yes. Yep. Yep. Uh, uh, this is my probably my second favorite song. As yep. You. Or third. But <laughs> this to me was the song that made me love Weezer. Number one, it's more punk than any of the songs on the album. It yes, is I would way agree. More punk. The other thing is, it sounds like the Beach Boys a little bit. Uh, the other thing that's weird, and we didn't even talk about it with the other tracks, is a harmonica. Oh my gosh, Who yeah. Who plays a harmonica? What is he, Bob Dylan? I remember Tom playing, Petty. <laughs> yeah, I remember thinking, like, why, why am I listening to a harmonica? And then, of course, the thing that we didn't talk about either in the beginning is Weezer. Um, nobody was a good singer, so they started a bar- barbershop quartet to practice harmonizing. And without Matt Sharp and his hot high falsetto and you know the, yeah you know oh, all that yeah. kind of stuff. I mean, this song has the best breakdown where they just repeat that line over and over mm-hmm. again, and then you know it, it just yeah, it, it just reminds me of you like singing it around the house really loud. Yeah, I just love the falsettos and it builds up and then rapidly goes you know builds 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 until you know until it starts going fast again like a punk song i mean it doesn't get better than that it's uh that's what weezer ended up being known for is um loud soft Mm -hmm. you know loud really loud sound yeah that's what i was gonna say because bringing it to the next song is say it ain't so and i and i even like when i was listening to it it reminds like it makes me think of how it gets quiet and then like the chorus is really loud which i really like yeah i mean that that this is the this is my favorite song on the album. Oh, there's his favorite. I know it's like the video. The video's good. God. Yeah. I still get goosebumps. Get goosebumps <laughs> right now thinking about the scene in the video where the camera pans back in and Pat is does the machine gun drumming <clears throat> on the drums and then yeah. he's like ringing with that guitar. I had never heard, you know wailing on guitars and then hitting that feedback bar that like yep. I mm-hmm. I just remember thinking yep. that was so cool. I think this is my second favorite on the album. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it should be your favorite. Not yep. only because because uh I'm I'm awesome and I'm telling I, you my favorite. Yeah, I always I think it I always think of the concert. Yeah. This was the yeah, at the concert. final song and they Oh my gosh. The yes. Oh my gosh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was when at the concert, best part of the concert, I feel like. When they shot off all the confetti and just ended like that. That was really Oh cool. yeah, I mean that song is just everybody was singing. It was just mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. Um, but I also wanted to say cuz I wrote down some stuff on the whole soft aloud, mm-hmm. but the lyrics in this one were the one where I went, "Okay, these are his most heartfelt lyrics. I mean, mm-hmm. dear daddy, I write you. I mean, all that stuff mm-hmm. is like, do, do, you know, do. it's the opposite. This is personal. Mm-hmm. You can tell it's a personal song. Yeah, for the sure. The opposite of my name is Jonas, which kind of is, but. Yeah, but you can te- definitely tell right. in the song, like. That he knows, yeah. that he knows the people. It's like, in my, yeah. in my name is Jonas, he's talking like the workers are going home, like. Ooh, what <laughs> what workers? Right. This doesn't make sense, but I like it. You yeah. Know? But this one, you could tell he was writing, you know, a specific thing. Um, 
Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I remember. I, the feedback, it just always was my favorite. Um, yeah, I mean, I love it. This is my all-time favorite. There's, It has a little bit of everything. There's no harmonica, thank goodness, because I'm not a big harmonica fan. But it just has the whole, I mean, and Say It Ain't So, just that line being streamed is wonderful. So that's that's my favorite. Yeah. Okay. Mm, track eight is In the Garage. You. Me? <laughs> that's okay. the, oh, because I'm always in the garage. Yep, that is. Yeah. Yep, that is. I when I was listening to this, I thought of Dad. I mean, I always think of Dad with all these, but this one describes Dad. Yeah. <laughs> if you replace garage with basement, that would be me. <laughs> right. I. This song I like a lot. Well, yeah. It's lower for me. Like it's a good song. It's catchy. Yeah. It's just lower on the list. When I grew up, I I ended up liking oh. it less and less. Okay, um, yeah, so how do you feel about this song? So, I like In the Garage. I think it's catchy. I mean, I get it. I Every kid has a space. I mean, when I was young and I was trying to be in a band, we had our garage. <laughs> yep, this song's but very relatable, I feel like. I, I agree. But, as I grew up, I realized that a lot of the stuff he was talking about, I couldn't relate to. As you could, yeah. No, 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 like, I didn't know it at the time. I didn't think about what he was saying. I loved the song, but I didn't think he says, my Kiss poster, I got, you know, blah, 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 and all that kind of stuff. I hate Kiss. Yeah. Well, they love Kiss, but I, uh -huh. I hate makeup bands and all that yeah. you know, showmanship crap. And you would think they would, too, but they love Kiss. But yeah. I remember thinking that, you know, I loved it, but it wasn't, it was, you know, it wasn't my favorite, but it, it definitely was different than I thought it was knowing yeah. the lyrics now as an adult. Yeah. Like, okay, this isn't what I mean a crisp, all that kind of stuff. So Yeah. Okay, next up is track nine, which is holiday. This is my sing along track. That's what I had written down on my notes. I find this track to be one of their catchiest ones. Um, yeah, I was gonna say catchy. For some reason any there's another band called the Get Up Kids that was influenced by Weezer that have a mm -hmm. song called Holiday. I don't know why. I love the word holiday. Even um Vampire, Vampire Week Weekend. Yeah, I always think of them, yeah. Dang it, you're good. Um so yeah, I always think I don't know if I just love that word or it's it I don't know why, but anyway. It's just one it. powerful word. I it is to me. I, I think I love it. I mean I love the whole going to a strange and distant land. Um, but the best part, just like in Surf Wax America, is in the middle where they do their harmonizing, like barbershop, barbershop, <laughs> barbershop quartet. Uh, when they talk about writing a postcard to their friends, it's like, yeah. again, like, um, uh, my name is Jonas. It's like, don't know who these people are. Don't get it. Uh, yeah, but write, it's a good song. Right, we were writing free verse. It's like, okay, but I love it. Like, for some reason, you can relate to it, even though it's not pointing out specific facts or traits that you would be like, yep, that's me. Yeah. But that fault, yeah, the falsetto of them being so, I mean, they sing so Yeah, this song is really catchy. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like this is one of the most catchiest songs on, I think. Yeah. On the I, album. Again, 
and it goes from loud, quiet, loud. Mm -hmm. Yes, then, that's such a constant pattern. Yes, and that's why I think that's what everybody loves about mm -hmm. Weezer, and that's why they love the first two albums so much. But yeah, I mean, that they're harmonizing on the heart year. Remember, and then at the end, they're like, heartbeat. Oh, yeah. Remember, and it all goes on and builds It just keeps and builds. going. Yeah, on. and then finally they bring it back to holiday. And yeah. I love it. So I love this song. It's another amazing one. It's not like my top, but man, it's good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, last track. Last track. Um, track ten, which is only in dreams. Oh, Mamacita, I will let you talk about it first if you want, or because I got tons. Of you can go. Okay. So. As an adult, okay, when I got this album, I remember thinking, first of all, I'd never heard a song longer than like two minutes or, you know, whatever, yeah. because I was a punk uh -huh. rocker. But I'm like, nine minutes? I don't yeah. have nine minutes to spare. I got Yeah, this song's really long. <laughs> right. So, but I ended up always never like getting to that track. I just would skip it in the car. Oh, whatever, yeah. You know, because that's one. It's just long. Well, yeah. And my generation, we had CD players in our car. Yeah. You know, and yeah. now mm -hmm. tunes, you know. So anyway, so I would always skip it. But I do remember, and I wrote this down, that at night, this you're you gonna like this one. So oh, will I? Yes, you'll like you'll like the uh, technology I'm about to talk about. Real high tech. So the the fanciest new thing in the world when I was whatever age was getting a CD player that was also an alarm clock, and you could wake up to a CD. Oh, that was like a big. <laughs> oh my gosh, deal. that's cool. You know, because always it's beeped or went to the radio. Yeah. Now you couldn't pick a track. I don't mm -hmm. think. I think it just started just, on yeah. My Name Is Jonas. But anyway, so I always had that in there, and I would listen to this song. And I'm not even exaggerating. Probably a good like year of my life, where I would come home from a date or whatever, and just fall asleep listening to this song. Oh my gosh. So yeah. I loved it that way as a kid. I didn't appreciate it though. So then I wrote down as an adult. Holy macaroni, do I appreciate this song. I don't think people realize how beautiful and complicated this song is. I mean, the drumming alone is is just the timing, the odd time signatures. And again, quiet to loud. Yep. But the breakdown in the middle where it goes on forever. I mean, yeah. it builds, 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 builds. Yeah, and, and I feel like kids now like wouldn't like that. Oh, God. But, like, as you're older, like you're saying, like, mm -hmm. you, you find it really interesting. Yes. Kids I, would yeah. be like, this is too long. No, and, I mean, now, you know, this being probably, like, the track that I listen to the most, especially you probably heard me in the shower singing this Yeah. Song. <laughs> but, anyway, the buildup of people forget, to that bass line, that boom, 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 goes oh, on yeah. the whole song, and then... Mm -hmm. And then in the middle, everything changes. It's it's just guitar, or just bass, then just guitar, then drums, then, you know, uh, lead guitar, then it builds, 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 and then they all get fast tempo and hard, and then it ends, you know, mm -hmm. and then it, you know, quietly ends or whatever yeah. after, after that buildup that's so loud. So, I don't know, this song is a weird song, talking about not breaking a girl's toenails when you're dancing with her. I mean... <laughs> It's nuts, but I love it. I mean, I, I absolutely, yeah. this is absolutely probably my number two song on the whole album um, after saving. So just yeah. because of uh, the the feeling you get from it. 
it's it's a long song, but man, it it's so it gives off a vibe, yeah. Yeah, and it's so complicated. It is such a beautiful if you talk to real musicians, they'll be like, Holy cow, how did they do this, that, and the yeah. other thing, and all that? But it is a beautiful tune. And you gotta admit, what a way to end an album that was such yeah. a roller coaster of an album to say, you know what we're gonna do? Just end it off with yeah. a Nine, nine minute, minute song. <laughs> yeah, nine minute bass line about dancing on a girl's toes and yeah. stuff. So yeah. it's beautiful and it's beautiful. It's such a beautiful song. So that that ends the album and you're just you after you're done, you're like, holy macaroni, this is this band is crazy. They're, yeah. they're really different and good. So mm-hmm. so that's how I feel about that track. Uh what's next? I didn't stop it. I could cut this out. What do we do oh, next? Uh, I need to because now we're okay. Okay, so that is the entire Blue Album. I think uh, we should talk about how relevant it still is, if it still if holds up. If it still up. holds up, yeah. Right. Um, for my generation, I view it, I look at this album as a classic, as like Sgt. Pepper's. You know, like to me, yeah. 50 years from now, I'll still, well, I'll be dead, but I'll still <laughs> listen to it. I'll still be loving the songs. I do think the best part about albums like this is they have timeless themes and you know you could give this to a kid that maybe isn't like a justin bieber kid but a kid who likes real music and i guarantee they could get into it yeah you know just the basic themes of you know love loss you know girls that kind of stuff it's it's easy for them to relate to so i think it still holds up i don't think that today's generation would even I was just gonna say to. now let's talk about my generation. Right, yeah. My generation, I feel like, um, yeah. So I feel like my generation is definitely this is definitely not an album you would know the name of, right? For sure. <laughs> like my friend, I I would talk about it to my friends. They'd be like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah. if I got my friends to listen to it, they probably right, they'd but, say it's good, but like you know, not their music. Right. It's not. Yeah. yeah. It's not something. It's that nothing. Makes them yeah. Get the goosebumps like I do when I listen to stuff. Yeah. But, the question is, is, you know, is it relevant nowadays? Oh, know? yeah. I feel like some, like, some songs in the lyrics, kids could, if they really listen to it, right. hear, hear the lyrics, yes. they'd be like, oh, yeah, that's relatable. That's the thing that your generation doesn't have is taking a, taking time. Because everything yeah. for you guys is like a meme, a this or that, quick yeah. song here or there. There's not like, hey, sit down and listen to this five-minute song. Yeah. You know, listen yeah. to the lyrics. Look at the inside of the CD cover. Yeah. What CD? What's a CD? Yeah. You know, so yeah. I get that. And then the other question is, you know, not the relevance, but like, say this album came out today, like, mm-hmm. like oh, new, that's a new band. So, yeah. You know, that's Weezer. A, yeah, that's I, a good question. That's the one thing I think. If it did come out, I I have this weird like feeling that it could have caught on. Mm-hmm. Like if radio or well, there's no radio. Whatever you kids listen to your music on, yeah, YouTubers and boobers and tibadoobers, yeah, sure, TikTok totally. and uh, I feel like if the sweater song started catching on, this album could be. Yeah, not if it, it came out not nowadays, mm-hmm. it would it would be good. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I feel like it wouldn't be as popular as you. Oh, right. Wish it would be like right. back then, like yes. big album. But I like don't now. think there are any. I mean, to think, I think of the last big album that everybody in the world listened to the whole album, they bought it and they loved it was like American Jesus. American, American Idiot. Idiot. Sorry about yeah. that. Uh, yeah, Green Day's American <laughs> Idiot. That's like the yeah, last Yeah, I can't think of like a full on album. I can think of a million to. that I love. Yeah. After I that. 
But yeah. you guys, that was the last one where I think CDs and vinyl, vinyl was coming back and CDs were still there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, I think that's the last one. But I don't think this one would, yeah, be anything crazy. But I could see maybe Weezer being an underground kind of hit today if they just came out right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But like I, you, our generation still knows the name. I feel like. Yeah. We should well, still hear the name and recognize it. Yeah, because and because they all, I mean, they've been around forever. Every album they have at least one or two or three or four songs that are popular. Yeah. You know, they may be goofy and sometimes stinky, but, you know, like, and then when they redid Africa by Toto. Yeah, that's when that's lots of, yes. yeah. Everybody lots started of... going, oh, yeah, Weezer. And I, you know, yeah. I've been following them, so I knew that they were still going. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so that can transition us right into talking about how they've been around forever. I believe they got, like, 16 albums. I'm not even for sure. Yeah. I can't they even know how many they have. But, mm-hmm. um, you know. Their new album. Their new album. Yep. So they were actually supposed to release Van Weezer, it was called, which was going to be like uh, Weezer doing, you know, more like Van Halen and heavy metal. Really? Because they wanted to make stadium rock for the Hello Mega Tour with. Oh my gosh, yeah. And then that got canceled. And then that got canceled. So they were just like, okay, well then they they put it together. And I'm not even kidding. It's only 30 minutes. I just looked at the album. Yeah, okay human. Okay human. Yes, they that's released the album. That, yes, that's the album. Sorry. Yes, they released Okay Human and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm not even gonna bother listening to this. Mm-hmm. But then I had heard that it's basically like them trying to be the Beach Boys. So I'm like, okay, I'll give that a yeah. listen to. I love And you listen to like the whole album. A million times. Yeah. It's so short. It's mm-hmm. only thirty minutes. Yep. And each song kind of blends to the next and has a theme. Yeah. There's only one song on there I don't like. Which um one? I don't like the one the playing my piano. Oh, it just—it's so bad. I hate it. I can't take it. The lyrics are yeah. It reminds me of a musical. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's tr- yeah, that's true. I just yeah. think it's too cringeworthy. Like you know, oh, my piano. And I'm like, oh, just settle down, buddy. <laughs> but overall, so I mean, Weezer went from that to you know where they are. This now. album, and I feel like when the first album, the Blue Album, mm-hmm. comparing to this one, like. It's, I can still hear the weeds are like in them, but like, I feel like you wouldn't be able to tell that's weed. I don't know. It doesn't no, remind I me of Weezer. Couldn't agree with you more. Right. And Weezer's known for changing their sound, but yet still being Weezer. Mm-hmm. And I think. Cause like this, this one sounds like less grungy. Right. I yeah. say like grunge, like, you know how the mm-hmm. blue album's more like that. Yeah. Like, the old stuff. Yes. And there's actually, there was something I was going to say about it is that there was, there's no. I think there's like no electric guitars. Yeah. So it's just a 30-piece orchestra, mm-hmm. just like Brian Wilson did when yeah. he was in the Beach Boys, you know, that kind of thing. But anyway, it's a beautiful 30-minute album. It's by far their best album they've released in a while. You yeah. Know, it's it's a great album. It's nothing that's going to rock society. Yeah. But it's, it was a damn good listen to to have during COVID. Yeah. It was like, thank you for, you know, putting this out. Yeah, you listen to it garbage. all the time. I do. I yep. do. So, yeah, so that I think that Weezer, you know, even though that album isn't gigantic, they still are relevant nowadays, you know, mm-hmm. nowadays, because yeah. they're still releasing great stuff. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we could go into the And this album, album, like, released, like, people started probably listening it, listening to it more since, like, 
COVID and stuff. Yeah, since nobody's got anything to do, they're like, well, why not? Yeah. <laughs> and I uh, I feel like out of all the songs on the album, Screens, like you said, right. oh, we yes. have to get into that song. Yes. For especially for my generation, Dad was like, you have to listen to the song. Right. I'm like, so I you. did. Yeah. And, and yeah, it's like, it's so smart. The lyrics are like yeah. really smart. Yeah, I agree. He, he it's they're smart. They're not like more bad religion smart words or words I need to look up in a thesaurus and a dictionary. Oh but, yeah, yeah. But um But they're so true. Yes. Like if if I had my friends listen to this, they'd be like, Oh my god, seriously, yeah, like uh, they're making fun of us. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's totally uh, numbers, all of them are you know, most of the songs are about kids not being connected humanly that's mm -hmm. why i think it's called okay human. okay human yeah because you know okay computer was the radiohead album where it was saying how computers were starting to you know blah, oh blah. yeah and now so now okay human and i feel like yeah it, that human thread i mean you guys i just watched a documentary on tower records you guys don't even know what it's like to go to tower records and talk to people and be like oh what's this band who's this you know so i think that connection is what that whole album is about human connection yeah and you guys staring at your screens so I think Weezer is one of America's best bands. I guess. Um, and I think the Blue Album, to me, is timeless. I think the fact that you even love it and saw them live and all that, mm -hmm. it's amazing. The Blue Album is a classic Blue Album. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only Blue Album, but yeah. it's a classic uh, alternative 90s album. But I also just think it's a classic rock album for the ages. Yeah. So. That's mm -hmm. how I feel about the Blue Album. Yeah, I I feel that it's a very good album. Like you said, it's a top rock album. I feel like if you had me listen to, like, a rock album or, like, grunge, I would listen to this. Because, like, it's just, yeah, like you said, it's a classic. Yeah. It's and it's the only Blue Album I know. <laughs> like, it can't be another. No, the, the, nobody will ever try to do that. Yeah, the green album. Right. No, they have the green, they got the red, they got the black, they got white. the teal, they got the white. But it's funny because they have the white album, but so does the Beatles have. Oh, album, yeah. So I always found that funny. But yes, they are an amazing band, and this album is uh, a treasure yes. to listen to. I think it's a little gem on every song. A little gem. Little gem, little great little gem on each song that makes this album just perfect. Yeah. All right. Okay, so that is officially the end of the first episode of Yay. Generation Wars or Gen Wars. Whatever. I think I think it'll end up just calling it Gen Wars. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so that's the first album, Weezer to Blue album. Put it yep. in the books, baby. It's done. <laughs> we so, did it. Yep, we're all done with one. Uh, I think we had a suggestion by Penny here to... For our next album. Oh, for our next album? Fall yeah. Out Boy, I wanted to do. You want to do Fall Out Boy. I don't know which yeah. one you want to do. I'm going to guess. We'll have to. Tree, yeah, we'll have to pick. But I definitely think for the next one, I won't get into much, but yeah. it's a band that has changed. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Yes, they have. Um, okay, so yeah, that's. I had fun. Uh, this was great. I mean, yeah. what a great first episode. Uh, I'm Dustin. I'm Penny. <laughs> uh, and we will see you on our next uh, episode for Jen. Gen Wars. All right. Okay.